good morning and welcome to the new episode of becoming bitter we have seen in canada at least that apology has become a national pastime i have seen the prime ministers apologizing for things they never did and they never meant those apologies i call them fake apologies but apart from this game of apologizing for the sake of votes to assuage the feelings of one group community which has no real meaning we have seen people always saying apologize it will gratify you feel regret it will be better in fact offering apology has become something which at times is nauseating because we know that they are fake they are not real an apology if it's to be offered should be a net of sincere repentance and how do you do it a written apology a verbal apology until and unless it's a heartfelt experience has no meaning mostly people apologize only to get over a temporary hurdle in impediment and obstruction and they are never serious i've seen many people discuss anticipate the perfect moment for apology and i've heard some politicians is well as individual claim that premature apology would be just too difficult on the person they have wronged now if you really want to apologize it is the moment you realize that you have done something wrong i remember sometime a friend of mine came to me and said that so and so wants you to apologize i said so and he said well i told him that dr lamba never apologizes i said fine fair enough because i have made it a principle of my life that i would knowingly not do something wrong or hurt somebody agreed some people might feel hurt but if they are hurt by my honesty i won't apologize but if i really feel that i have done something which i should not have done where my conscience comes in and tells me you have done something wrong then i won't hesitate in apologizing and saying i'm sorry so the moment is when you realize you have done something wrong seriously not what your great grandfather did what the earliest founders did as they are now you know this cancel culture apologize Rajan did something wrong. Danda Singh something wrong. Kamagatak Maru was a horrible incident. Jalewala Bag is bad. So if Jalewala Bag is bad, would the apology by the present Prime Minister is anyway solved? A reply is solved. Aren't mad to the wounds of the people and possibly the inheritors have even forgotten them. So there seems some that we are contemplating somebody else's sin. 
and those sins we are contemplating for which we are apologizing in the harsh light of our own guilt. We are psychologically trying to prevent ourselves from feeling a sense of shame. Or, as I said earlier, we are trying to apologize only to win laurels and think, well, look here, he is repentant. Look, how sincere is he? We may try to postpone apologizing or avoid it altogether by lying and many times they blaming others, making excuses or justifications of our actions. The impulse to go into such a stalling activity is century-old signal or as back as since the humanity started. When you really don't want to say you are sorry, don't say it. If you really don't want to say it, don't say it. Say ah, you are not sorry. But if you really feel that you have something wrong, that is the time to apologize. On the other hand, you may be one of those people who apologize when they have not done anything wrong. And this is as false as saying you are sorry when the circumstances warrant it. And if you so frequently apologize at the drop of your head, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's time to stop saying that. The pseudo-apologies may ease awkward conversation, but it's like crying wolf. It detracts attention from the real issue and weakens meaningful apologies when the time for them comes. So. Once you have decided, is it the time to apologize, then how to apologize? Now let me clear, apologizing is very difficult. It's never easy, never comfortable if you are sincerely apologizing. If you are just apologizing for the sake of apologizing, then it's okay. But if you are sincere, you can be sure it's going to be a heart-wrenching experience. And to be really effective, Apologies need to contain these elements. First is full acknowledgement of the offense. Start your apology by describing exactly what you did wrong. And do not avoid any hurting truth. Once the facts are out, acknowledge that your behavior violates a moral code, ethical code. It doesn't matter whether you and the person you have heard share the same ethics. The point is, if you have violated your code of ethics, then you are apologizing. If you have broken your own rules, you are in the wrong. Accept the responsibility. Know that the buck stops with you. So it has to be full acknowledgement. But if you think that your ethics say that what you did was right, don't apologize. Second is, after you have acknowledged the offense, the second step you have got to do is, an explanation, a truthful explanation why you did it, why you said it. That honest explanation would rebuild a strong, peaceful relationship. The core deep explanation for your behavior is your key to changing for the better. If you don't explain, the facts would not come to light. These explanations will help you and your victim, or the person whom you have wronged, understand why you misbehave, and then 
assure both of you that the offense won't recur. If you don't explain and you say, I apologize for this action, does that mean anything? You apologize, why? You have to explain it. Excuses merely deflect responsibility. Leave them out of your apology. Never make an excuse. The third ingredient would be a genuine expression of remorse. Anyone who has been on the receiving end of the command, I'm sorry, you feel that way. Now you would know the difference between sincere regret and attempt to avoid responsibility for bad behavior. If your apology is just to garner sympathy, garner goodwill, or avoiding responsibilities, it's no apology. And you can be sure people understand it. They are not fools. They will not be taken in. Do not forget that very few things are less likely to evoke forgiveness than an apology which is meaningless, which is without remorse. Until you feel that pang of remorse, until that constable in your side, you, your conscience pricks you and you think you have something wrong, why apologize? Then reparations for the damage. Maybe your apology has caused a lot of damage. Are you willing to accept the responsibility? An apology includes real repair work, not just saying, I'm sorry. And I have seen people say, I'm sorry with the head held high and, and looking at other, not even at the person, but they're looking sideways. What have you done to repair the damage caused by your action? That's much more important. And actually, that's the most important part. Often there will be nothing tangible to appear. You know it. You might have spoiled the reputation and even if you apologize, the lost reputation can never come back. There is nothing tangible that you can compensate. Hearts, relationships are broken more often than the physical objects. So in such cases, your effort should be to focus on restoring the other person's dignity. The question we should ask when offering apologies, I'm sorry, but what else do you want me to do? How can I do something to make up for the damage that I've caused you? Now this will start the process. And if you are asking this question in sincerity, really listen to the answer and act on the other party's suggestion. That will show your sincerity and honesty and your feeling of being really sincere in offering the apology. You shall be off honoring their feelings, their perspective and their experience. The knowledge that one is heard and valued has incredible healing power. It can even mend the seemingly irreparable damages and that's important to do. Now after you have said apology, is that the end? No, it's not the end. Everything has a beginning, the middle and the end. So you have got to end. What do you do after you have apologized?
what happens after you say i'm sorry when you really apologize you should feel good about yourself you should have a feeling of being unburdened this is typically what the greeks especially aristotle in his theory of poetics talks about a catharsis when you go to a tragedy you watch a tragedy you have a feeling of being relieved catharsis is like purgation purgation of emotions that's what the aristotle meant but then i don't call it just a purgation i call it sublimation you feel somebody going back and then you feel well i could have been in that state and since you are not that you feel relieved but similarly after you have apologized you should feel good about yourself well i am was carrying a burden and now that burden is lifted and once you lift that burden you would feel happier and that an effective apology in reality is an act of honesty an act of humility an act of commitment an act of generosity and an act of courage so if your apology has these ingredients honesty humility commitment generosity and courage then it's real one and you would feel absolutely light hearted not light hearted but there is no guarantee that the other person involved will share your warm fuzziness the final gallant act of apology is to release your former victim from any expectation of forgiveness when you apologize you should not say the other person would forgive you no you have relieved your burden why should you expect the other to accept the apology no matter how noble you may have been he would forgive or refuse to forgive on his terms that is his right people often say when well, i apologize the matter finishes no the matter doesn't finish the matter finishes when the other party has said yes it's okay go rest in peace maybe rest in peace is just he is saying go to hell don't bother me now so forgiveness is giving up all hope of having a different past you have done your job in bearing the past let the other person now bury his past so that you can move to the present and to the future the same words forgiveness which i am saying giving up all hope of having a different past apply to apologizing an apology is the end of your struggle with history it is the act by which you untangle from your past by accepting what it actually was from this truthful place this is a play uh, ground level playground you are free to move forward and is the end of your struggle with the history is a net with which you have cut the connection with the past by accepting what it actually was you have realized it and the truthful place is you are free to move on whether your apology is accepted or not whether you have been forgiven or not apologizing does not make you perfect now let's be very clear 
The people who talk of humility and apologizing, saying this makes you no, it doesn't. No act of apology will make you perfect, but it would be showing your commitment to be honest about your imperfections and steadfastness to do better. So basic aim of apology is not the other person but yourself. You have commitment to be honest, you did something wrong, you are in honesty feeling regret about that and that's it. So it is the realize that you did something wrong is your imperfection and it's an effort to do better in future. You remember there's a story by Ali McGrath's love story and the character Ali in that McGrath story died too young to learn that love means being willing to say you are sorry. So you say sorry when you are ready to recognize that love means ability to say sorry because there is no hang up in that. So it has to be sincere. You have got to give the reasons for what you did. You accept, the, offer the apology in sincerity, explain it and then withdraw. Do not expect that the things would be the same again. They would not be. But if the other person is equally honest, he would say, yes, let bygones be bygones. And that constitutes the real act of apology. Thank you.